What do you get when you have a dad of four boys, a photographer, a medium, and a gay 30-something white male? Me. You get me. Hi, I'm Brandon Burton, and apparently in this life, I'm supposed to stand out. So since you're here and I'm here, let's just do it by normalizing spirituality, something we all experience every day, every second, but for some reason, it's considered taboo or just simply frowned upon. But no worries, you've entered into a healthy, safe space for people like you and I. And you have to remember that this is an individualized experience that you have the free will, the power of choosing to decide who you want to be remembered as. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this journey already. I just want to thank you for being here. I'm so happy you're alive. I'm so happy you're here on this planet with me at this time. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And I really wish to see you soon. And thanks again. inner circle i wanted to talk to you guys candidly about religion just for a moment um because obviously you know things have surfaced with some religion talk uh with some clients of mine and then just in my orbit religion has really kind of come back around and here's some information that i kind of think about because there's just a lot of people who are angry when it comes to religion and the repression and the abuse that religion has allowed. And I have to just say a few things. I have to kind of rise above my own tiptoeing because if I don't do that, like if I stop, okay, if I don't stop tiptoeing around religion, we can't call a spade a spade. Um, if I give the benefit of the doubt, if I continue to give the benefit of the doubt to religion, we can't truly get out of this repression. Um, recently, it was laid on my heart with an experience and, and, and I saw something recently that reminded me that not everybody has the experience or the trauma of religion. And I'm so grateful for that experience because as spiritual workers and light workers that you all are, we need to remind ourselves that what we are learning comes in different forms and fashions for the people that need it in a certain way. And that comes through in religion. So, you know, people who are religious, I'm going to have to call spirit guides guardian angels. I will tell someone that they're with Jesus rather than, you know, they're in the light or they're with, you know, Virgin Mary, you know, however and whatever the spiritual give me to represent their, you know, religious figure, right? So with that said, religion is important. Religion is very important because it gives people hope. So we have to then recognize the faults or the problems through religion so people can find quote unquote religion through spirituality. Because if hope is what we need, then we need to change where we're getting the hope because spirituality can provide hope way more than religion could ever. And that's strictly because of the way it's been manhandled and the way that we have had all of these like negative connotations with the intentions of what we get out of religion, like the business of religion. 
where we are told we have to invest weekly. We're told we have to commit our time, our life, our sins, all of this stuff, right? Like it, it becomes very cult-like. And so therefore they're shaping everyone to be one version because you have these roles and you have this box. And so there's no diversity. There's no, like, there's no variety of living. There's no anything. It's just, everyone has to be straight. Everyone has to be married and everyone has to has, everyone has to have children. And then everyone has to just not ask questions. And it's very cult-like in all religion, no matter what. And so it's very important for us to be okay with the anger that we have connected through religion but what's not okay is for us to hold on to resentment so hard that it robs us from helping the narrative to be changed because religion is important it's just what we've done with it is not good and so if we can just be the generation that changes the way that we view religion or express the actual lessons through religion in a way that makes more sense. So that way we feel loved at the end of the day and not like betrayed by a God that says, no matter what you do, I'll love you. Except if you do these 50 things, you're going to go to hell. Like, so it's one of those things that we need to be reminded that religion was started to love. It was a new way of loving. Because if you look at the story of Jesus, he lived life through loving people differently. Jesus was not a God on earth. Like Jesus was literally born on hay and then made stuff out of wood. Like the journey of that man and, and the, the way that that individual had to break free from all of these barriers and daggers being thrown his way. Do you guys understand that people like myself and people like you are like Jesus, where they're dealing with all of the narcissists in their lives. They're dealing with all of the hate and the, you know, and so much to where somebody like Judas, like completely just ruins his life and says, Hey, this is where Jesus is at. Y'all can go kill him now. And then of course he kills himself because he feels so bad. It's one of those things where it's like, can we wake up to the reason why Jesus had to die? Can we wake up to the reason why all of those stories have been told to us? It's not so we can pay a church weekly offering. It's not so that way we can kill ourselves because we don't feel accepted because we woke up once and said, this isn't right, I'm gay. Or whatever that life is for you, right? Whatever that flip, whatever that little switch of like, but this is who I am. And then how can I worship a God that's going to put me in hell because I'm living authentically? It's not true. It's not true. Okay. That's not going to happen. And so we need to let go of the anger with God. All right. Because man has given us the reason to be angry with God inevitably by sharing his practices by sharing what they think he wants us to do. And the narrative is wrong. They missed their mark. Church, they've missed their mark. So we are in this era of religion deconstruction where people are sitting back and they are isolating themselves from a religion, from the church, and they're asking the right questions, but they're finding out the answers around the loophole because they can't go to the source. They can't go to the pastor. They can't go to the manager. They can't go to the boss because they will be exiled. And so what people are doing is people are going around the edges and they're going on the sidelines. They're observing. And because of that, we are deconstructing the way we were taught to believe because it's not right. It's unhumane in a lot of areas. And that's where I'm coming from a spiritual advisor and I'm defeating 
and I'm deflating this conviction belt that the darkness wants over us because here I am talking to people and explaining you don't have to feel pain to feel loved. You don't like real love and authentic love doesn't truly have a cost because if religion really meant that they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. And what I'm trying to explain to you is it's time that we put more trust in this than we do religion. And it's time that you trust yourself more than you trust the religion you were taught to trust. It's a brainwashing game. And I hope that you can wake up to it more and more because it is all around. The truest spiritual warfare is in your home. Stop thinking the devil's out there trying to get you. It's your husband, it's your wife, it's your mom, it's your grandma, it's whoever the darkness is in. It's whoever this narcissist or demonic or like ugly like energy. But let me tell you, this will come in forms where you're unsure if it's that person or if it's the darkness. You need to be able to be so intuitive and so caught up to speed with what's going on in the reality of the spiritual soul and, and stop thinking that it's just uncertain or it's, you know, if you believe in it, you believe in it. And then you have to be proactive on it and then protect it. There's a spiritual warfare in every one of us. And it's about identifying the villain and identifying that you're the hero. And you then need to stand up your, for yourself spiritually and be like, this isn't right. Or that needs to be fixed. Or that's the darkness. Or that is negative or, you know, and recorrect what you are seeing. And you really, really have to use your voice that's spiritual warfare te uh, teachers in your church tell you about. It's not happening in an imaginary land that we call heaven and hell. It's happening here, now, right here in your home. And so religion teaches us a lot of things, but religion definitely represses us into really putting us into a box. And that's the box that you're in if you are repressed and understanding what I'm telling you. And so if you could break through that box, if you're listening to this and if you're in that trench of religion still, then this is for you. But if you're like a really good friend of mine and you didn't have this religion, you know, trauma upbringing, then you may not know what I'm talking about, but you may know somebody that I, that is in your life that can connect to this. So consider maybe sharing this with somebody, consider like allowing some of this information to come through in a different way. Stop Stop being coward-like when it comes to your spirituality. Start, how, how many times have you sent resources to people? Have Are you not sending out things to people? Because if not, you need to. Um, if any of these episodes resonate with you, or if spirit gives you a face or a name of somebody in your orbit, that's like, send that to so-and-so, you need to do that. And that's with everything because that's spirit moving you. But going back to religion, I think it's important that we really just kind of call a spade a spade and walk outside of what caused the damage and not be scared of it because that's what some of us have experienced. Um, but it's not intended for that. Like I said, religion is good. So we need religion could be for the good too. Like that's what I'm trying to say is it's not all about the bad. So I'm just identifying where our pullbacks could be within our family orbits because spirituality in context says God isn't enough and that I'm doing it on my own. And I'm reminding you, if your family is trying to make you feel weird or bad about your journey, or if you feel like you can't express your journey to your family because you're afraid this is what they'll treat you like, just expect it and, and wash it and relax. It sucks though. I will say it sucks because, you know, sometimes we feel like 
we should be able to trust our family with this kind of content. And then when we do, we're not, we don't receive what we thought we would get. So I'm just letting you know, like, it's okay to really stand up and to say that uh, religion failed you. It's okay to say that um, because now you have a need because just because re- you were taught that religion is the only way of hope. And then when religion failed you, you feel hopeless. And then you feel like anger with God or like the world is really out to get you because nothing is really seeming to, to work out in your favor. And that's what I'm trying to explain is if you go down a dark hole through religion, you're actually being overshadowed by darkness because darkness will use the face of religion to convince you that you're doing the right thing, which in return, you fall out by thinking you haven't done anything right. And that's what happens when you hit the light on earth is you see the darkness behind you. And that's sometimes religion. So what I'm saying is focus forward and don't shy away from it. Acknowledge the light for what it's worth, which is power and stop giving the religion the power. Because when we're giving the religion the power, we are actually saying like we're sugarcoating religion sometimes, or we are um, ego washing religion when we say spirituality isn't real or like, let's not do spirituality. Like spirituality isn't respected right now because spirituality is like this component up in the air. That's like, yeah, I'm spiritual. It's like, it's like a trend. That's what I'm trying to get at too. It's like spirituality is kind of a trend right now, but really it needs to be a walk of life and you can't choose which day you choose to walk in spirituality. And so what I'm just trying to say is in addition that religion can rob you from growth it could all, it could also clutch give you the clutch to not give spirituality the act, the exact value it deserves and so wrapping up i'm asking you how much do you trust how much do you honor how much do you respect your spirituality because if you are at a high influx of respecting it You'll stand behind it. You'll stand behind it even when you're confronted with big things like religion. Stop cowering out of this and pretending to be somebody you're not for the sake of appeasing the people you think love you. Speak up. Because you deserve to be heard. And you don't need to do this alone and you certainly don't need to become spiritual in a private room, in a dark shadow private room. So don't be ashamed of finding love, finding joy through spirituality because religion taught you that that's the only way. And if you do anything else, you're going to hell. I love you all. I'm sending you all the love and light. I know that this could be a tough topic, but I think it's time that we rise above the uh, tiptoeing around religion and call a spade a spade. So like I said, it's, an incredible journey when you open your eyes to a lot of things and it's really it's a great place to be in when you allow yourself the permission to get through all of the emotions that come with this journey so a virtual high five for showing up to your life and to showing up for your day today may you have the best day possible may you love everything with the most unconditional way of thinking of just continuing to water life. Water life with a smile, water life with a gesture, and just 
water your own life today. Think about how you can water your own life so you can continue to grow. Have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, it's me again. So if you're ready for more information about the journey of a soul and context as to why things have to happen the way that they do, check out my spiritual awakening class at readingswithbrandon.com. This class is a six video series that works at your own pace, and it's just a great resource for your spiritual toolbox. I hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.